it's time for another Board Recap Podcast. How are you on this fall day, Dr. Smith? It's great, and as we're recording this, I think the rain is starting to gently fall, and boy, is that a welcome sight. We do need it, but boy, have we had some beautiful weather this fall. I think it's been the best fall that we've had, certainly within my recent memory. Yeah, I think I've heard a lot of people talk about that this year. We've certainly been blessed on that one. Could so. not agree more. Let's take a look at last night's board meeting. Then, Dr. Smith, and as always, we started with good news, so we'll go through that. We had lots of items to share, so much good news going on lately that involving the EVSC and just our community. And so we started last night lifting. Recently, you and I were both in attendance at a check presentation. You talk about a good friend in Youth First. We've got one there, and they're supporting us along with Centerpoint Energy Foundation, a check presentation to support social work in our schools. Uh, Cops Connecting with Kids, just an unbelievable program that I don't know that it's matched anywhere in the nation where students have the opportunity to go to Disney. And that is something our local police department works tirelessly at all year long. So we've been having reveals in some of our schools that partnered with them recently. So lots of excited looks on children's faces. Uh, Did our cause for applause again for the month of October. Evan Kentrell, who is a teacher at Plaza Park, and you were in attendance there. And I know that's one of your favorites. We say that every time. It really is. And this just happened to be um, his act of kindness, if you will, uh, was observed at a football game where a former student of his I came up to him and, and Evan spent 30 minutes helping him with his math. Wanted to make certain that he understood uh, the why behind the answers that Evan got. And uh, it was actually observed by our chief of staff. And uh, our chief of staff was so moved by that that he wanted to lift up Evan as the example for the month of October of what all of our employees do on a regular oh, basis. We're, we're so blessed. And that is always a tough decision to make who to lift because certainly many, many people every month could qualify for that recognition. Absolutely. Uh, speaking of recognition, our principal at Delaware Elementary School, Julie Underwood, received a nice award lately and was honored by the Dream Center. They have just an unreal partnership to support students and families and really is something um, to celebrate. And Julie was recognized by them. Um, we had several high school students be selected for the All-State Choir. So very proud of those singers and their abilities. Um, marching bands and chime in on this, Dr. Smith, they really have had a great season and I know, um, all of them competed at regionals and I believe four of the five are moving on then to semi-state, which is going to be this coming Saturday, but I know you've been pleased. Yes. Uh, very pleased. All of the marching bands, I think have elevated their performance level from the previous year. And that's certainly what we want as a teacher, uh, to make certain that we have our students the best experience possible and just couldn't be more proud of all of our marching bands, their directors, their students, and talk about a family affair. Mm. Uh, if you are a marching band parent, you are, are involved in that activity and you really are a key component of the success. Yes, definitely. So kudos to all of them for their work this year and good luck to those that are going to be competing at semi-state. Uh, a big thank you goes out to Shoe Sensations, Rally Point Events, and again, Cops Connecting with Kids. They've come together, and this week, as we speak, they are giving out over 3,000 pairs of shoes to students in our community, and and that's amazing. And the smiles on the faces of of not only the kids, but the adults alike. Yes. Um, Just, I think, emblematic of the the kind of 
collaborative effort that our community has on behalf of our students. You know, we keep talking about a reoccurring theme that we've maintained really post-pandemic, and that is better together. And so many of these things you and I are talking about just show how when we work together and, and lift those things, there's nothing we can't accomplish. Absolutely. Um, and then I'm not going to read through all of these, Dr. Smith, but you can see them on the screen, and we're going to be continuing to promote these on social media. But so much success out of our fall sports season for our student-athletes goes without saying our student athletes, their coaches, and their families put in an incredible amount of time. They have done extremely well this year. You can see it on the screen. So many different things to be proud of. I am going to pause for a second on the last one because I know our district athletic director, Andy Owen, is so pleased with this. This year, a record-breaking fall sports season of student athletes attaining academic honors. 351 of our EVSC student athletes were named to the academic all-city team for this. You have to have a 3.5 GPA or higher and letter in that sport, and that is incredible. It truly is, and not only is Andy, Coach Owen, happy about that, I'm exceedingly happy about that because I think that really does demonstrate that sports teaches so many life lessons. And when you think about all the commitment that it is to be uh, part of a successful team, as well as to also get your grades, that's exactly what we want our students to do. And it's, I think, once again, (laughs) I'm beaming with pride. Those are the kind of experiences that we are just so proud to have our students be a part of. You know, I know you saw it, but recently we did a podcast with Coach Owen and Coach Epps from Harrison High School and really talking about just really the the backbone and the basis for our athletic programs and nobody's suggesting we're not out to win because we obviously you want to win anytime you're on the field or on the court but just all of the things they are now taking into consideration to create as you just said those experience for those life lessons so that you not only went on the court not only went on the field but that you went in life i think that is that's our mission absolutely and those kids are going to remember it forever you bet never going to forget that. And then last thing we did formally for good news last night, after going through all of this, we did another check presentation. Once again, our friends from Youth First came back up. This time they were joined by Anthem Foundation and presented a check for $300,000, again, to continue to help support social work services in our schools. Yeah. And I appreciate you mentioning that. And let's just take a moment to once again, show our public where they can find all this information. Yes. So if you would go to the EVSC website, which is evscschools.com, then click on about us and then scroll down to where it says COVID-19 information, click on that. And then you will see several things pulled up on the left side. If you click on ESSER funding information. And say again, what is ESSER for those people that have forgotten, Dr. Those are really funds that the federal government provided to all of the schools across the nation to help overcome the harmful impact of the pandemic. Okay, certainly. And also... It was very instrumental in helping us stay open. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And that was for schools, as you said, all across the nation. Correct. So then when you look, click on then on the left-hand side, ESSER expenses to date. And I tell you what, let's go back just one side if we could. Um, Sorry about this, but on the very bottom where it says, can I provide input on EVSC's ESSER uh, planning, 
and then where it says, yes, you can submit recommendations to EVSC here. If you just click on here, then you can still. Anyone ask, can. Anyone can provide. We open that up at the very beginning of receiving these funds, way closer to the end, if you will, of COVID. And we've kept that link live the whole time because it doesn't matter if you're a parent, teacher, member of our community. If you want to add input about continuing to use these funds, please do what you just said. Click on it. And you can add that input. And we Absolutely. look at that. We certainly do. So then going back to where we were, ESSER expenses to date, clicking on that then brings up this spreadsheet. So what are we looking at here? Well, if you look at, at uh, row one, you will see that we have ESSER CARES or ESSER 1, which was also called CARES in its inception, then ESSER 2 and ESSER 3. And each of those have different timelines and slightly different criteria. So for instance, ESSER 1, the CARES component, that technically ended uh, September 31st of this year. So then ESSER 2 will end next year. ESSER 3 then ends in 2024. But you can see all of the expenses that have been approved to date by the Indiana Department of Education. This isn't something that, hey, we think we'll go out and write a check for this. No, yeah, there, there is a process we follow, correct? There is we, an elaborate approval yeah. process. We have to justify the expense and justify the expense according to the parameters that are set forth, not only by the Indiana Department of Education, but also by the federal government. So we have access to the funds, right. but we have to ensure with permission right. that those funds are being used as Absolutely. they were designed. And then as part of the checks and balances, we are audited every year, so this these funds will also be part of that audit. A thorough audit. <laughs> yes, uh, which we embrace. Sure, absolutely. So if you will, I think that uh, it's pretty easy to find uh, social workers on this. In fact, if you look at uh, roll D, column, I'm sorry, roll 9, column D, you will see social worker salaries and then the amount as well as some other uh, salaries, but $2.6 million that we're using to support social workers in our schools. And then when you look over next column, student support services, uh, $3.4 million. Um, and then you see that, that row all the way over basically is a column to date, uh, $7.8 million. So you see that we are using these funds to support our students. Incredible, incredible partnership with Youth First. Mm -hmm. We now have a Youth First social worker in 32 of our schools. We have a social worker in each and every school that we have, uh, which is so important to the health and well-being of our students and our students' families. Uh, but just for instance, when you look over at uh, cell B9, so students support services, nurses additional hours. Well, we have a nurse in every one of our buildings, and they uh, work complete eight-hour day, uh, which is, I think, very uncommon uh, in public schools because it's certainly the, not a requirement. The state of Indiana requires our school district for 23,000 kids to have one nurse, and we have a nurse in every yeah. single building. Yes. So, and we know from our school communities that's important to them, and, and understandably is. so. Absolutely is. Um, so uh, if anyone wants to see where our ESSER funds have been spent upon uh, what particular topics, uh, all of those uh, data points are there in that file. And we keep this live or keep this maintained, keep it current, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So if you look at it now and you look at it a month from now, if we've made an additional expenditure at using right. ESSER funds, you'll see it reflected Absolutely. on there. So as, as those are expended, 
we update it so that right. you can you can see it all the time. And this, all of these concepts were born by, we went to our schools based upon their school health model, what kinds of supports would be beneficial for your students. They made recommendations. All of their tier one recommendations were approved. We also put in here some systemic um, improvements. For instance, we are funding master's degree for at least 20 of our teachers uh, to be trained in the science of reading, uh, those five scientific principles of reading. So then all of our elementary schools will have embedded in it an expert in the science of reading. And we know that's going to pay off for us because they're going to be able not just to do the role themselves, but to support those teachers. Because you talk about a key skill, it's to be able to teach primary age children that skill of how to read. Absolutely. And it doesn't just happen by just reading. It is not magic. It is a science. So lots of information there and certainly would encourage the public to peruse that and come back often. Yes, absolutely. That's great information. Appreciate you taking the time to, to share that with us. So how about we move on through the meeting agenda from last night and that takes us to consent items. Well, let's jump into item 3.02, consideration of allowance of payments. This time being a three-week interval between the previous board meeting, that's a $19 million uh, spend, but it includes two different payrolls, also includes uh, taking insurance for our self-insurance health plan. So when you think about that two pays, that's a pretty typical uh, allocation then of funding. 3.03, consideration to prove the driver-owned equipment contract. We have phenomenal bus drivers that EVSC employs, and then we also have a set of 60 bus drivers who own their own bus and really act as independent contractors. So Mr. Sutton has driven as an independent contractor for us before, took a little bit of time off, and now he's coming back. Um, And we uh, certainly do appreciate his service to our students. Item 3.04, consideration approved the educational consultant agreement. This is somewhat unique uh, in that we, uh, from time to time, do hire uh, educational consultants. This is a phenomenal individual, John Dennis, who's very dedicated to Lincoln Elementary School and the Lincoln community. And this really uh, allows him to continue to work and defer his compensation into uh, the next uh, fiscal year because I hope I'm not giving away too much here, but he does also draw Social Security and there's a limit sure. to, frankly, what you can earn uh, in addition to that. And his services are incredibly value to valuable to us as well as the Lincoln community. And we wanted to keep him there. And this was, a, I think, a real win for the kids. Oh, definitely. And that's what it's all about, making sure we're supporting the kids. And, and we figured out a way to make that happen in this yes. particular case. Uh, 3.05, consideration for the agreement with TNTP. TNTP has been a really, really good partner. Uh, they have worked with us for a short period of time now, but helping us distill down uh, excellent math curricular. So we have two vendors that have made the, the final cut. We're now test driving those with our schools. They're helping us with that. And then Moving forward, once our teachers have selected the curriculum that they feel puts our students in the best position to be very successful in math, then TNTP is going to work with our teachers to get the most out of that resource and naturally with our students being the beneficiary. Well, and I know Holly Pate, who works with our math teachers, is so excited about this process because two really good choices, but she's making sure that teachers then are going to have the opportunity to weigh in on that. And it's not just looking at them for a few minutes. I mean, they truly are taking them for a test drive, if you will, and see what works best so they can offer their their advice as experts. I just uh, saw the 
the results of the first round of, of survey that, information yes. from our students and uh, or I'm sorry, from our teachers and very, very good comments. Uh, yes. As a parent of students, I would be very pleased that this is the kind of in-depth approach that you take to selecting curriculum. Most definitely. Then moving on then to item 3.06, consideration approved the 2223 Community Learning Center uh, coordinator salary. Uh, this is really something that is somewhat unique uh, because they are wholly funded within the grants that we receive for the 21st century. Uh, when we look at the market, then I think this is a good move for our employees in terms of making certain that every school has a great 21st century uh, coordinator, those schools, those 20 schools that have that program. And if a school doesn't have the coordinator but has the program, then it puts a lot of extra sure. um, work on, on our teachers. There's and a lot of responsibility principal. in Absolutely. this position because these are pretty extensive after-school yes. programs in these 20 schools, and these coordinators serve a valuable role. So we're very pleased with this revision in their salary schedule and think it will be a very good move for us going forward. Absolutely. It helps us, to, like we always say, retain and, and attract, attract talent and Absolutely. recruitment. Item uh, 4.01, when we look then at personnel recommendations, so as I say always, that is there for your perusal, but a special highlight is that we yes. were able to have the swearing in of two EVSC school resource officers, and pleased to announce that for the first time, we have our first female yes. resource officer, so very, very excited about that. Glad to swear them in last night. You Their bet. families were with them, supporting them, so excited about that. What a valuable role they do yep. provide in our schools. Absolutely. So. And that takes us on to action items yeah. from last night. So 5.01 and 5.02, both were brought forward in the previous board meeting for the board's consideration so they could process this, ask any questions, and they certainly do that prior to Absolutely. them being an information item. But Talk to us so about 5.01, Dr. Smith, because I know you feel like this is a real win for our teachers. I think this is an incredible win for yeah. our teachers. I have discussed many times that we have far more years of state standards in Indiana than we actually have years to instruct our students. So this is going to be a very intentional and focused approach by experts that will say, you know, out of the 21 years of standards, these are the standards that are the essential and enduring standards that also are necessary to provide a good foundation for subsequent grade levels, subsequent work. Um, I think this will be a tremendous asset for all of our teachers, especially our younger teachers, because frankly, I don't want to leave it up to the whim of an individual teacher, and whim is, is treating that in a way that... Well, that could lead to inconsistencies. Right. Yes. We have three teachers teaching that in a particular school. If everybody gives it their angle, then we may have gaps because everybody looks at it slightly differently. Right. We're going to have consistency right. with this. And specifically, and and I would say this nearly for any teacher, but specifically uh, for younger teachers that may not understand that this particular concept or principle in mathematics that we uh, that's a state standard in third grade, then is essential for understanding in sixth, seventh, or eighth grade. So that's why it is very important that we have an intentional approach to this and an instructional or instruction partners, I think, will do a phenomenal job. They've done this in other states, and I'm really pleased that they're going to be yeah, working Yeah, really, they're proven their work. And as you said, they're looking at the entire spectrum of grade levels. If you're a first grade teacher, we wouldn't expect you to be an expert on what students right. need to learn in eighth grade. So they're going to really right. be able to look at this entire approach. They look at the whole picture and provide something that is actionable, doable, oriented, 
goal-oriented and is a benefit for our teachers and therefore for our students. Yeah, looking forward to seeing this implemented and the assistance it provides to teachers. Then 5.02 really does bring our policy into um, the umbrella when we consider the new uh, House Enrolled Act 1251 and Senate Enrolled Act uh, 115. Basically, that was an outcome of the 2022 legislative session. So this just brings all of the current policies under one umbrella. Okay. And then information items. So information items, uh, 6.01, once again, in response to House Enrolled Act 1251, Senate Enrolled Act 115 uh, policies then have been redone. You, uh, there will be, or the board has been given red line copies uh, for all of the changes that are embedded in those policies, and then we will ask for their approval two weeks Yes, from last Monday night. 6.02. 6.02, considering the theme of uh, putting in place things that are beneficial for our teachers. Another win for teachers, I right. think, here. Um, and I can speak to this on a personal level, uh, being married to a teacher, uh, of special needs students, that it was very cumbersome to write individual IEPs. Um, and this, I think this, uh, goal book toolkit, I think will provide so many resources for teachers will help them, uh, scaffold together, uh, the important information that are included in those IEPs will be a time saver and will lead to, I think, better, more effective IEP. So I think this is truly a win for our teachers. Yes. Then 6.03 through 6.08 are the monthly uh, financial uh, documents that Dr. Underwood provides to a board for their review. And as we always say, you can click on those and you can see everything that Dr. Underwood and his team in business affairs has been looking at. And many of these reports, I think, have been uh, the same format since uh, we have used board docs going back to 2008. So if you were so inclined, you could track 14 years of financial reports in one easy to find spot. Most definitely. And really, that wraps up last night's board meeting. Really, when you step back and look at it, so much positive information shared from good news to things that we're going to be putting in place to really make things better for teachers and students in the classroom. And that's what it's all about. So really a good meeting last night. I think it was. Thank you for taking the time to go through it. Thank you so much.